0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs in sports info and odds. Find all of the latest sports developments Including this week's odds. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on popular sports and games. Bet Online, where the game starts. That's right, folks. This is Deja Vu. It's part two of our weekly series of play, uh, basically players with the most to gain and lose from the NFL draft. And I'm, of course, once again, joined by Buck. Buck, I'd ask you how you're doing, but I kind of already know. But just in case the people don't know, what's going on, man?
2: Doing great. It's actually quite fitting that we're covering the NFC North tonight. I'm watching. I got the Rays playing in Chicago right now cool. against the Cubs. It's 33. 30- three degrees and pouring down rain yeah so it's only fitting um and i'm I'm glad we can put a, a nice little bow and wrap up this whole northern series here i i i wouldn't do well in the north i don't know how you grew up there and, and lived to see the light of day in the uh pacific region there
1: well i'm very pale for a reason buck okay it's cold i didn't like it i'm a ginge and I, uh, I was like a, like a hermit up there. I did not like to be outside too much because of the burn. But anyway, speaking of burn, we're going to talk about some hot takes today, folks. Brought to you by Bob Banana Hot Sauce. Man. Old school for you old folks on the pod. But once again, this is fantasy, uh, the TCK Pod on the Fantasy Focus YouTube channel. I want to make sure everyone's following us across the board. At You know, Buck's got handles all for days. You got the 59, the Buck 59 hanging out. I My miss Justin Bobby. Zimmer. I miss Justin Zimmer, which is just... That's still, by the way, Justin Zimmer has been calling him for weeks trying to get that handle because it's worth it's worth a lot more now because everyone's missing Justin Zimmer right now. So at this point, we have myself, Bobby Lamarco, at Sky Gowasco on Twitter. We also have at Fantasy Focus also on Twitter. We also have myself, at Bobby Lamarco, by the way, across the board now. Just got real hip with TikTok and, and the Instagrams and doing all that. And then we also have Sky But before, let's let's, now that you guys make sure you follow, like, leave a comment, do all that stuff. We would appreciate it. Anyway, Buck, let's get to the good stuff. Let's talk about the Chicago Bears first. Give me your guy that has the most to gain or lose from the NFL draft.
2: So for the Bears here, they've got pick 39, 48, 71, 148, 150, 186. If there's one position they will not be drafting, it's tight end. So I think Cole Komet stands the most to gain here. Obviously did not find the end zone surprisingly in his rookie season, but 60 catches for 612 yards. That's great rookie production there sans those missing touchdowns, but this is a player that has a lot of skills. I was very high on him coming out. I hated that he landed in Chicago, kind of saw the writing on the wall there, but they did down the stretch figure out a way to utilize Cole Komet. And I think with Justin Fields, I think, They had some weak games together, but I think every pass catcher on the Bears had a weak game. So it's only up from here with Justin Fields in position. I just feel like it's that safety blanket thing that we talked about earlier with the tight end position. I know that the Bears will not be using a high draft pick on a tight end. They need to invest on a wide receiver. There's no doubt about that. And I think Cole Komet has the most to gain here in his second year. And I, I'm I'm excited to see what he has. What's his ADP currently?
1: Well, Buck, that's a great question. And based on most recent three weeks of Best Ball 10 ADP, Cole commit is currently coming in at pick 138. So you're getting him pretty deep, right after Noah Fant. Uh, so my my thing though is when I was looking at this, I, I think the easy question though is it's probably everybody because the Bears. There's a lot of rumblings a little bit that, you know, this is not justin. this is not the coaching staff and the, and the regime that drafted Justin Fields. And then there's these weird reports about his long delivery. Also, there's some struggles at times last year with his, you know, the, his on field play. You could blame Matt Nagy, whatever you want to say there. But honestly, I'm concerned about everybody because you could see this team saying, you know what, we're going to play for the future. So they might not be all in. I want to see if they go all in on Justin Fields, but I think the guy I'm more worried about for fantasy is going to be David Montgomery. And like you just brought up, it's not just them bringing in another running back. I don't think that's going to happen. They have Khalil Herbert to back up David Montgomery. But right now today, so they're a PFFs, number 22 offensive line. They lost James Daniels, which you just talked about in the last podcast. And Jason Peters is unsigned, but he's also going to be like 40-something years old at left tackle. They didn't bring in Lucas Patrick, who played with the new O.C., there as well. But overall, this line is shaky. The play of Justin Fields is shaky. It's a new scheme for him as well. So I'm not excited for D- David Montgomery overall, but if they start investing in the line, maybe a little bit, maybe if they get another weapon in the receiving core, other than Dave, Dan, uh, Darnell Mooney and Colkman, they get another receiver. And you're like, okay, maybe they're trying to build something here on offense. Maybe I'll be back in. But last year, uh, he was the RB 15, but with Justin Fields, He only averaged 13.5 points per game in PPR. That's RB21. He's currently going at ADP, RB19, 37th overall. So my problem is, based on his production with Fields last year, you're kind of taking him at his ceiling and where he was. So I am a little concerned about David Montgomery going into the NFL draft.
2: Yeah, there's certainly a ceiling there. With this offense on the whole, I do think they're going to take some time to reshape, retool that roster to try and prep for a run here in two to three years. I think this will be a down year for David Montgomery, but he will be solid. And at that landing spot, I have no problems believing he'll finish within an RB2 range, and I think the price point is correct. But there are concerns across the board. I just like to think that where where their draft picks are slotted – they're going to have some good opportunity to get some of those second choice, quote unquote, offensive linemen, especially interior offensive linemen, and I think they'd be fools if they didn't go down that rabbit hole. Uh, for Detroit, I got Amon Ross St. Brown. I actually loved the DJ Chark signing for for Detroit. Now they got to figure out a few different things, a few different pieces there in that offense. But I got I got to tell you, Amon Ross St. Brown is good. I can say that with complete faith in that statement. I'm on raw. 90, 9 12, 5 as a rookie. That's unbelievable. It's a hell of a year. And that offense, do you think all of a sudden they're, they're going to become less pass happy? They're pass happy because they are married to being pass happy because they are married to having an ineffective run game. That's how that, that's how the team operates. It's always a scramble drill. They will be playing from behind. Is Dan Campbell the answer? I don't think so. But I really like Amon Ross St. Brown. And I don't think with the addition of DJ Chark, they're going to get any sort of you know pump up there in the wide receiver position. And I think this will be his year to put his stamp as their number one.
1: So I think it really starts at, do they draft a the quarterback? I mean, they do have two, 32, 34, 66, and 97 amongst all the draft. So when I'm looking at that, I'm like, I don't think they take a quarterback at two. But I liked how inspired they played for Dan Campbell last year. Plus, when Dan Campbell finally took over play calling duties, we did kind of see a slight bump. He ended up giving a guy that I'm going to talk about, DeAndre Swift, 30-plus carries. So there was moments where Dan Campbell's like, enough's enough and gave DeAndre Swift, of all people, 30-plus carries in a game. Now, granted, my thing with DeAndre Swift is, when you're looking at his uh, entire—the offensive line is pretty good. They are 13th in PFFs grades, but they're bringing back all their main guys. They're bringing back their center. They have a nice stalwart at left tackle. They do have some guys in the interior as well. And when you're looking at, at the ADP stuff for DeAndre Swift, he's RB9, 15th overall. If you look at weeks one through 11 last year before he got hurt. Now, remember, he did come back, but they were already out of it. They gave him five and seven carries. They were not trying to put DeAndre Swift out there when they had nothing to play for. But weeks one through 11 before his injury, 18.7 PPR points per game. That would have been RB4 last year. And like you just brought up, yes, he's a running back, but he is awesome in the pass game. And what does Dan Campbell have from his history? New Orleans Saints, Alvin Kamara. So I love that DeAndre Swift Swift tied a comp. And I'm all about, hey, pass all you want. Because DeAndre Swift, with Jared Goff in there, will get all plenty of looks in the pass game.
2: Yeah, I, I'm really excited about Swift this year. Hopefully he can remain injury-free. Hopefully we don't have lingering question marks here leading through offseason with a player like that. I look for them to be improved, but I, I don't know. It just seems like the same rinse, repeat, dry, repeat, it's just the same laundry cycle every single year for Detroit. I, I don't see this as the year they get out of it. But as a player, I like Swift this year.
1: All right, before we get into Green Bay, let's take a quick commercial break, Buck, for one of our sponsors, Carefactor, Factor. And we'll be back right after this. Hey, TCK Potters and Fantasy Focus community. Are you looking for options for hair loss? There are many options out there for treating it. However, most products treat the cause such as DHT, and don't do much to support the growth of new and stronger hair. It's like removing harmful weeds from your lawn, but not doing much to fertilize the grass. That's why the Fantasy Focus and TCK team has partnered with CaraFactor. CaraFactor saw this problem and focused their research on finding just the right combination of biosynthetic growth factors and an innovative delivery system to promote fuller, stronger looking hair. So whether you're a listener who suffers from various forms of alopecia or even stress-related hair loss, The Care Factor Treatment is the perfect scalp-friendly solution that can help and influence stronger and healthy hair throughout all stages of the hair life cycle. And now, exclusively for TCK listeners, use the promo code TCK at checkout to get 15% off all products at shop.mycarafactor.com That's r.com. Carafactor. Skincare for hair. Alright, Buck, before we get to the, the next team, the Packers, we have Buck we have one of our main guys, Beach, on the line. Just checking out. We always appreciate you, Beach, for coming on for the Bob and Buck, Buck, Bob show. Um, we are doing well. Hope you're doing well as well. But we have a quick question here. Dynasty League, his first three picks are Lamar Jackson, A.J. Brown, Joe Mixon. Do you like to start?
2: Beachman, very good to see you, as always, my friend. I mean, if it was in that... Order, I don't think it was. I think it was Joe Mixon, Lamar, and then A.J. Brown would be my assumption here. Love the Mixon pick. Lamar, I I think we've seen the cracks there. I think you might have gone a bit too early for Lamar. But there's upside. There's no doubt there. A.J. Brown, I like, but I would have preferred to stab at a guy like Jamar Chase, right? A couple years younger. Um, setting that offense up the way that they are. I think you're due for a run of like three to four years of great offensive line play, great quarterback play, and some very talented receivers along with Joe Mixon. Obviously, you have Joe Mixon. So you got a piece of that offense, so that's a great start. I'm not personally the biggest A.J. Brown guy. I'm just – I don't know. There's just something squirrely about Tennessee receivers that kind of sends me for a loop. And aren't there some like murmurs that he's not happy?
1: I don't know. Everybody's not happy now because Tyree Kill gets traded as soon as he and everyone's moving around. It's like eh, I'm not happy. I want to go. I want to go play with uh, in in a good good city or with a good.
2: I mean, can you imagine if AJ Brown just gets traded to Green Bay or something like that? Yep. I mean, I'm in. now I'm in on that. All,
1: forget about it. I'm already. I'm already on the AJ Brown train. I but it's a good draft. I'd be on. The yeah. Game. You're
2: the conduct conductor.
1: Okay. Oh, thank you. No. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we let's all, get going. We all.
2: Great. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I like it, dude. All right. Let's yeah. Beach, beach.
2: It's good. It's good. It's a good start. Um, oh, I just would I have gone. Good. I would have gone against AJ Brown. I thought,
1: I thought you were going to say great coupon is good, but yes, but yeah, I will say this though. To it is. Case, Jamar Chase is going in the first round of drafts. AJ Brown is going in the back end of the second. So he might not have not had a shot at Chase. But here's a here's some here's some guys going right behind him. You let me know yes or no over AJ Brown. Keenan Allen.
2: No, not in a dynasty.
1: Mike Evans.
2: No, not in a dynasty.
1: T. Higgins.
2: I'm gonna go AJ Brown over him. So
1: there you go. So Beach, maybe you made the right decision. Who knows? But Buck, let's dive into the Packers.
2: All right, so we got the Green Bay Packers here. They're drafting at 22 and 28, two first-round picks here for Green Bay. Listen, that Adams trade, they're going to do one of two things. They're either going to use that capital, they're going to trade up, they're going to find their targeted uh, wide receiver. I think they're going wide receiver, Bob. It's been 20 years since they've drafted a first-round wide receiver. Can you believe that? You've had Aaron Rodgers this whole time. And at not one point did you look in the mirror and say, I should probably get my Hall of Fame quarterback and one of the best players in the league some better weapons. Now, they've gotten lucky. I think they've actually done a great job of filling in some holes there with just kind of like a grab bag of different players. Some they called up from practice squads and taxi squads from other teams that have worked out in Green Bay. A lot of that is just Aaron Rodgers. I think they invest in a wide receiver here, Bob, whether or not they package those and move up for the guy of their choice, or they take the third, fourth, or fifth option after a couple leave the board. I'm not sure, but I think they go with wide receiver that benefits Aaron Rodgers because right now from the outside looking in, I don't know about you, but I'm concerned about the makeup of that wide receiver core for green Bay. It just, it just doesn't look right. You know, sometimes You know, maybe you had a little bit too much to drink over the weekend, Mm -hmm. and then you wake up on Monday morning. You got a conference call at eight thirty. You tune, you turn on that uh, Teams chat. You get into the meeting, and then they have the little preview with the video of your face, and you're just like, "I look like an alien."
1: Yeah, I'm swollen
2: to all hell and back. We've all been there, but then you all of us in our twenties,
1: you know, that happens.
2: Some of us in our thirties, but (laughs) get to the. You get to the point where it's like you got to face the man in the mirror. We have to get Aaron Rodgers some weapons. I think Aaron Rodgers right now, my his stock is as low as it's ever been for me, considering the makeup of that roster, especially on the receiver side. If they invest in their guy, which I, I honestly think they may package those and try to move up to, say, 12, maybe get a Chris Alave, something like that. I could really see that happening and working out well for them. I could also see Jameson Williams being a huge addition for this team. I think those are probably their top two targets, if I have to guess.
1: Yeah, with those two picks in the in the latter half of the first. And my thing is, with Aaron Rodgers, it is very odd, especially at this stage in his career. It sounds like Devontae Adams wanted to go to, to the Raiders, wouldn't sign a long-term, whatever. So they didn't have their, their handcuff, but they've had a lot of success with second-round wide receivers Greg Jennings, uh, Randall Cobb, you know, Devonte Adams, there's been a lot of history, Jordy Nelson of second round receivers. So, you know, maybe that late first is actually two late first round picks because as of today, it sounds like you're not excited about Sammy Watkins, which I'm disappointed Buck, because at this point, I mean, what they, they don't need receivers. They got Sammy Watkins, dude. Former first round pick. It fits the bill for you. But talk to yeah. me.
2: Talk to me in week five about that, Bob. And we'll oh, see yeah. how they really feel. No,
1: no, no. I want to end the conversation after a week one performance when he goes for a 10, 120, and two, and then that's it. We would have to look at the rest of the season. It's fine. But yeah, I think that brings me to my guy. It's Alan Lazard. I think Alan Lazard, in my opinion, yes, they're probably going to take a rookie. It depends on how much draft capital they put into that position. But at the same time, for me with Alan Lazard, he has knowledge of the offense has proven production with Aaron Rodgers. And it's a lot of information, but here's some fun facts for you. The one game he played without Devontae Adams in 2020, he went for six for 146 and one. Uh, in his career, when he plays 75% of snaps, he averages 11.2 points per game in, in full PPR versus 6.4 in all other games. His ADP right now is still extremely low. Wide receiver 62, pick 154. Um, you know, Last season, and this is the thing I find that's nuts, that I didn't even know. Alan Lazard, weeks, you could go on to FF Today right now, click on points per game, last five weeks. Last five weeks PPR, 16.6 points per game, five total touchdowns. He was the wide receiver eight just in 2021 over the last five weeks. It blew my mind. I didn't. Even, you didn't even notice it, but he's proven that he could be a solid player. And right now it is draft capital. He's an absolute steal.
2: Huge steal at that. Where he's going, I think it's a great, great option for owners but I'm taking him as a backup option. I don't I don't oh, see yeah. him as a guy that I'm starting every single game, but let's say they do draft Chris Alave. If I got Chris Alave, I'm probably going to get Alan Lazard a little bit earlier than I normally would, and I, I actually like Alan Lazard. I think he's a talented guy at the gate. He's synced up with Rodgers quite well, and I've been impressed by it. I just hope that they get their guy because they're fun to watch, and Bills rarely ever have to play him, so I'm happy with that. Minnesota. We move even further west and a little bit north. We're going with Minnesota. K.J. Osborne. I don't think they will invest in wide receivers in this draft. I think K.J. Osborne has proven enough in his very young career here. His stat line last year, 50, 655, seven touchdowns. He's really showing out a little bit here. K.J. Osborne is my boy. And this is just a gut call. But because they won't be investing in that wide receiver position in this draft, per my estimation, KJ, I'm gonna ride the KJ Osborne train. He clearly had some nice little sync syncrosity there with my guy, Kirky, over the middle near the red zone. So I'm I'm cool with that.
1: And the good news is with Kevin O'Connell coming in, he comes from that Rams style offense that loves loves three receiver sets. So you don't know the guy's gonna be on the field a shit ton. In those outfits. Before I get into mine real quick, let's do another quick commercial break for one of our sponsors. Athletic Greens will be back right after this.
0: Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one with top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide variety of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop with a cup of water every single day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune support, vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products do not intend to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health.
1: All right, let's talk about my guy, and it's Big Irv. Big Irv Smith, baby. I... He's just, uh, fortunately because of the injury, the, the coming out party just didn't happen. Uh, he got hurt. Um, and then sure enough, you know, but here's some player news. Kevin O'Connell said, Irv Smith is on schedule with his recovery from meniscus surgery. So it sounds like he's going to be ready for training camp. The only pro- slight problem for Irv Smith is the Vikings offensive line is not great. And that's usually not a good recipe for a guy who likes to be more of a catch pass catcher than a blocker, but PFF's number 23 offensive line rank. Here's some fun facts, though, about Irv Smith versus 2021 Tyler Conklin. Okay. Irv Smith, 13 games played versus 17 for Conklin in 2021. In 2020, he had 43 targets, 8.5 yards per target, 1.3 yards per route run. Tyler Conklin with the same in 17 games, 87 targets, 6.8 yards per target, 1.24 yards per route run. So essentially, Irv is with a more efficient. In yards per target, yards per route run. If we apply Irv Smith's stats to 87 targets from Tyler Conklin last year, he would average 11.5 points per game in PPR. That would have been tight end eight last season, folks. So not too shabby. If you give him just 87 targets, this guy's a good player, good receiver. Alabama guy, too. So you know how they're doing it. Uh, Currently today, he is going way after tight end 18, overall 144. So... Another sleeper tight end, but we'll see. I mean, this is a guy that in the past was behind Kyle Rudolph, he was behind, uh, and he didn't get to shine. This might be his time to shine. Those are my. That's why I think Tyler uh, Irv Smith has the most to gain in the NFL draft.
2: Big Irv Smith, aka Irv Arrow Smith. I'm a big fan of his. That's all I'll say.
1: I actually, I, that's my thing is I've been trying to find like, you know, the, I think the one thing that worries me is that the pecking order of receivers, when you have three strong receivers, it's going to be tough for him to carve out his role along with a guy like Dalvin cook, but it's not going to take a lot. You don't need 120 targets as a tight end to just be a back end tight end one. And he's not being drafted like that. So that's, that's my thoughts there. And quick before yeah. we go, Buck, we have one question here from beach. I guess this must be a super flex This might be a super flex or two QB dynasty league. And he's asking if you should take Lawrence. Um, I guess we would have to more context there, but do you like Lawrence long-term in dynasty?
2: Super long-term. Yes. Not, not anytime soon, not within the next couple of seasons. So it depends on what your strategy is. I would say I would invest heavily in wide receivers here. Beach Uh, in a dynasty format. The longevity is there for wide receivers. Do not approach this, and I don't know if you're experienced, so I don't, you know, don't take this as I'm trying to talk you through how you should draft, but how I draft. When you're starting with that dynasty, I'm wide receiver heavy, longevity, you know, less less dings taken every single week. Um, if it is a super flex, which you say you believe it is, then I think there are better options than Lawrence, right? You have Lamar Jackson; he is still young, he still has a future in front of him. I would rather pick, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good comp quarterback-wise, but go for wide receiver. That You'll have an option to start at super flex later on. Those wide receivers, they'll be good for a while. That's where I would put it. And then he also asked if I would draft K.J. Osborne over Justin Jefferson. Hell no. No chance.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm talking I say, K.J. I would...
2: is like my last round pick.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, it's all all tongue-in-cheek. These are late-round flyers, but I I would take all these receivers. But I would prefer, probably because of the certainty with, ironically enough, McLaurin now with Carson Wentz. But I like Deontay. I like McLaurin with Deontay and DJ Moore as well. I think DJ Moore is an underrated asset because Sam Darnold Mm -hmm. is... We'll see how that goes. But I think he's underrated because of the Sam Darnold issue. But we'll see how that goes in year two in Carolina. All right, folks, that's all we have for today. That's another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast on the Fantasy Focus YouTube channel. Shout out to my boy Buck. Thanks for joining me again. All our podcasts are on the Believe Podcast Network and brought to you by Bet Online AG. Make sure you're following us across the board on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it. You follow us. We appreciate it. Leave a comment, like, Rate and review. I'm Bob. That's Buck. We're out of here.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.